Welcome to episode 47, the Christmas special of Take Him With You, the podcast that's spiritual, not religious. Today, my wife Amy joins me, as well as my daughter Catherine, for all sorts of fun Christmas things. And of course, today is the conclusion of The Scrooge Diaries, A Christmas Carol, Part 4. I think you're really, really going to love this show. Plus, we've got some great comments from listeners, uh, an email, and all sorts of neat music for you. So stick around for the Christmas special on Taking With You. Hi, this is Rick Moyer, and I've got a brand new CD out to watch the stars with. It's called Stargazer. Take a listen to some of the songs. Three, two, one, zero. Launch commence. Liftoff. We have liftoff with Apollo 14. Three minutes past the hour. this 13-track CD or download it at takehimwithyou.com slash stargazer. Stargazer, a collection of songs to watch the stars with. Get your copy today. Hey, guess what? It's time to find out what's going on at Rick's house on Take Him With You. Well, here we are in the studio uh, of our house. Of course, we don't have a studio. We have a house. And a living room where the studio lo- is located. Well, it was the garage, and then it was the family room, and now it's your office slash studio. We can sometimes come in here and hang out, but we have to be quiet a lot. Um, kind of room. Yeah, and then Catherine, of course, watches TV in here a bunch. So, sometimes. And Andrew plays Mafia Wars. Christmas yeah. movies. That's kind of disturbing. You have to get a little closer, Catherine. Christmas movie. Yeah, they made, yes. okay. So they're totally into okay. Dish Hallmark. Network. We have the Dish Network at our house, mm-hmm. and my family here is really into the Hallmark movies. Besides Andrew and I, we we can I can predict within four minutes or five minutes of the beginning of the movie how it's going to turn out, what the plot twist is, and what which guy or girl is going to fall in love with each other and get married or kiss or something. Well, it only takes you at the same time. Yeah, but it only takes me thirty seconds to tell you the whole plot of the Star Trek show. That That's because watching. we've watched uh-huh. them before. But I've never watched these Christmas movies, and I can still tell you how they're going to end. But they always have a happy ending, and I like yes. happy endings. Hallmark. I love Hallmark. Movies. The Hallmark Channel. We get it free for the month of December because they want to hook you. Yeah. That's what they want to do. They want to get you gals um, really into the Hallmark movies, mm-hmm. and then after the Christmas season, you go. Could you add that channel to our lineup? I really wish we had Hallmark sometimes, but then I'd probably watch TV too much. But they have shows like I like, like Little House You're on really the Prairie. You're really quiet. And, um, they have shows I like. Yeah. Well, I think Dad would be mad if we did, if we had it all year long. You think so? Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's your what's your favorite Christmas special? Hmm. Snow. 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 
Almost. White, white Christmas? That, yeah. that's I like one, that. We watch that. What do you like about we White watch Christmas? We it every year. Um, I don't know. Hey, I wish I was back in the army. My favorite would be... The army has something to me. I like... Sisters, sisters, nothing la 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 Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Actually, I like White Christmas. That's a pretty good... It's a good small team. It's only three hours long. Yeah, it is kind of long. Doesn't it have... How do you solve a problem like... No, that's... Sound of Music. I know it is. That's a good one, too, though. That's really long. That is a good Christmas movie, even though it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah. Played around Christmas. It's also another three-hour movie, four-hour movie. It's, yeah, it's, it's a really long. Yeah. Hi, I'm Hills to the Lonely that. Goat. Your lay, your lay, your lay. There's just good music and happy endings. That's that's what I like. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that's definitely. Oh, you like the train in the background? You can hear. There's a train going by our house. Yeah. And it's raining. It's not freezing anymore. It's, it's raining. Cold. It is cold. It snowed yesterday. It did snow yesterday. Mm-hmm. I like that, but it only stayed like for a half hour. Yeah. Okay. So, what is your okay? You did, so, what was your favorite Christmas movie? I don't know because I like them all, but we watch White Christmas every year. That's kind of Catherine and my tradition. And what about you, Catherine? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite. The Christmas Shoes. Um, no. Okay. Well, my, you ask me, me what my favorite Christmas special is. What is your favorite? Oh, I, I bet special? I could guess. Okay, it probably go ahead. has something to do with Rankin and Bass. Yes. And is which it, one? I'm Mister Heat Miser. That one. The year without Santa Claus. That's yeah. true. I'm yeah. Mr. Green. Da, 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 da. Whatever I touch starts to melt in my clutch. I'm, I'm too, too much. much. <laughs> yeah, I really like that one. That's yeah. um that is uh it the year without a Santa Claus. And usually if you if your hair starts getting a little too long, I tell you call you, me I'm heat miser. Yeah, I tell you, you look like heat miser because you have thick hair and it sticks up straight. I wish I could dance yeah. like him. You do. <laughs> Good one, Thanks a lot. Okay, all right. So, uh, okay, so we've talked about our favorite Christmas movies. Let's talk about uh, what is your favorite Christmas tradition. By the way, this is my wife Amy and my daughter Catherine. Andrew's hey. out helping somebody, so he's not here hey, right Andrew's now. Andrew's helping, and Nathan's getting ready to be move. married. Yes. Actually, by the time you listen to this, he will be married. Uh-huh. Yeah, Nathan's um, having finals this week, and then on the weekend, he's saying, I do. Well, this is Sunday now. Yeah, okay. So he's getting married yes. right now as as mm-hmm. people are listening to this. Yeah, Sunday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. So, okay, what's your favorite tradition, Catherine? Uh, tradition. Um, okay, well, this is really good. Sorry. <laughs> 13 years no. old and giddy as a schoolgirl. I can't make up my mind. What's your favorite tradition? Just name one of them. We don't have all day. We have other comments coming. Okay. Do you like making cookies with your mom? Yeah. Yeah. I like them all. Fudge with your dad? Yes. Which is very good. I don't make fudge. I have some today. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, I don't know. How about going um, going to the Chinese restaurant on Christmas Eve? That's kind of fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We, usually we play, play the jukebox, old play, 80s music, yeah, we play or old 70s music. music. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, Foreigner, Sticks. Yeah, we play old music and eat greasy egg rolls. Mm-hmm. They're really good. That are kind of yellow on the outside. I'm not quite sure why they're yellow. I don't eat. I don't know either. No, I just know. Like baking soda. Them. We only eat them once like a year. Baking soda, but Rick yeah. likes okay, them. Okay, so what's your favorite tradition, Aim? Um, 
probably um, growing up and even now, I really enjoy getting together with my Bale family. My um, family grew up with... That's your maiden name is Bale. Um, We usually have 30, 40-ish people on Christmas Eve that get together and then we go to church um, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve. Um, my family growing up for some reason, um, well, we were more into the church and the Bible part of Christmas, um, than Santa Claus. I don't ever remember having, um, you know, a big deal made out. It's not, they were anti-Santa, but that just wasn't the main focus. So like anti-pasta, anti-Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, Dad's been Santa <laughs> many, <laughs> many. Already? I play yeah, Santa every year. year. Yeah, yeah. So they, I mean, we just our focus was around family and around faith, and mm. we sang hymns together and read the Bible and yeah, and um, and I just really enjoyed that togetherness, of singing together as a family, and um, it was a good thing. And making cookies—that's yeah. a big, a big deal. My family, my mom's a hundred percent Scandinavian, and so we get yeah. together and make Swedish oh, bread. So yeah. many cookies. All so many cookies. cookies. What kind of cookies <laughs> are they? You, you call them crum, all sorts of weird names. Krumkaka. Krumkaka. Sounds like Klingon. Berliner Krumser. What it? Berliner Krumser. Rocade blood pie. No. No. Gach. No gach. Gach ro- is always best right when served live. I was rolling my eyes right then. Yeah, I know. You roll your eyes very well. Yeah, she is 13. Almost 14, she reminded yeah, me today. I don't know about that. Next yeah. month, she'll be 14. I keep a two-by-four by the door with nails stuck through it, just in case any boys come around. Whack! Yeah. Get away from my daughter. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so, um, what, uh, some of my favorite Christmas traditions. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I like sticky buns. Those are nice. Did you want me to make those this year? Because I didn't buy the stuff for them yet. Sticky buns are a really great recipe where you take like a uh, a bunt pan and butterscotch butterscotch uh, pudding, pudding mix, mix, sugar and yeah, butter, brown sugar and butter, and uh, those self rising dough roll dough the things, frozen rolls, frozen bread dough or whatever, yeah. frozen rolls, and you put it in this pan and then you just let it rise and it makes this caramely stuff. You know that we've had that every year for a long, 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 long time. But I think chocolate milk is a tradition. Yes. Yeah. I always like that tradition. But and I think I think my Swedish favorite, braided bread. Swedish braided bread. That's toasted true. With yeah. Real butter. But yeah. my, for me, I think the, the my favorite Christmas tradition is going to a Christmas Eve service. We've done that ever since we've been married. And um, gosh, I think that's pretty fun. And the Christmas morning is always fun with the kids. And and just the day, just kind of kick back and enjoying family. So mm-hmm. yeah. And usually you cook a lot on Christmas. Yeah, I cook a lot. You usually make some kind of. I like it when you say I cook. Uh, I rolled my eyes there. Um, yeah, usually you make some kind of ham or roast. Or I am something. a ham. You and then we clean him. it up. Quite the roast too. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. All right. Last question before we get on with the take him with you Christmas special and part four of the Scrooge Diaries. Yay. By the way, thanks for being on the. You made a great bell. Oh, thank you. And a wonderful evicted woman. Ebenezer. You've just broken my heart. I've always wanted to say, shut up, woman. <laughs> Ooh, I could get in trouble for that one. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I, I wouldn't try it. <laughs> and then, Catherine, thank you for singing and being a cruel little kid on the on the street. And one of the Cratchit yeah. girls. Yeah. You sang in it, too. Yeah, Catherine did a solo. She yeah. did really well. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Okay. So that brings me to this. What's your favorite Christmas song, Catherine? How about you guys go first? No. What's yes. your favorite Christmas song? Make no, 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 no. What's your favorite? Merry Christmas. Just the regular Merry Christmas. Is that, what is that called? There's no one called Merry Christmas. Is Happy there? New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Fishmas. We wish you a Merry Fishmas and a Happy New Year. No. Okay, great. So that's yours. Okay, Amy, what's your favorite? Well, I love all kinds of Christmas songs, but when you asked me this the other day, the first one that popped in my head was Amy Grant's Emmanuel. Um, We used to listen to it back in the 80s when we were dating. LP. And yes, cassette. And cassette in the car, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's just because one of my most favorite names for Jesus was um, Emmanuel, which means God with us. And Very cool. I just, a lot of times um, this time of year, people can be um, kind of sad. It's dark out, it's cold out, and they feel alone. And it's a really neat name for God. Is God, with God us. is with us. That's very cool. I just love that. Great. Well, let's play a little bit of that song. Catherine would like to know what my favorite yes. song is. What is it? Oh gosh, there's just so many. Rudolph the Red Nose. I like have your have yourself a hairy little creature is good. That's oh, a good yes. one. Yes, you, you love all your Trekmas songs. But if so I, if you ask Christmas me what songs. Christmas song I really like, I'm probably going to play on this special today. That oh come oh come Emmanuel, mm-hmm. and the reason I like that song is because mm-hmm. not only what Amy said. What you said, Aim, but also it's kind of a haunting song, and I like that. So I rocked it out. Oh, great! (laughs) So everybody will enjoy the rocked out version of "O Come, Emmanuel." That's my favorite song. So let's play a little bit of the Amy Grant one, just to honor you, Aim. And that we can't play the whole thing, but we will play a little bit of it. And then, of course, I can play the whole thing. Yeah, we we probably get in trouble with copyright things. I don't know. You you never know. Like, like we're real famous. Well, you know, we're giving Amy a thumbs up, so. Not that she really needs it, but yeah, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> Someone else buy her song. So from the Moyer family to your family and uh, and to you, a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. We love you. Say Merry yeah. Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year.
Kind of a fun remix of O Come Emmanuel. That's uh, my friend Rob from Florida did the keyboards and arrangement on that, and then I played guitars and sang and stuff. So very fun.
Amy and I wanted to take a few moments out of our Christmas special just to thank everyone that has contributed and helped us with the Taking With You podcast. Yes, thank you very much. It's um, been a blessing to hear back from different people around the world and um, from England and Canada and Texas and um, Australia, Australia, New Zealand, Japan. Yep, all over the place. It's, yeah. it's neat to have kind of a worldwide community and we even got some chocolate from from England today. And yes. I, I just thought it was so cute because it was Peruvian chocolate from, from England. England. Yeah, I got <laughs> so a kick out of that. I thought that chocolate's been around the world. And but we really, we do want to say thank you to everybody who has, I know we've had a lot of people pray for us. We've had people uh, send us donations. We've mm-hmm. had people send us presents. We've got equipment. People bought us computers and um, sent us com- uh, yeah, a couple of computers and uh, Star Trek magazines and just all sorts of really cool things over the over the last year. Really, this is our our um, this will be our eleventh month of doing it. Um, on February first was our first podcast, mm-hmm. so we're coming up on our year anniversary. But we we really want to say thank you to all of those who subscribe to the newsletter, mm-hmm. who send audio comments, who send just emails to us to encourage us. It really goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that listen that have never really contributed or been part of it, we want to encourage you to do that because we have a lot of dreams of taking this podcast and going even further around the world. We, we really want to expand the audience. I think our the last total I looked at, we had 138,000 downloads. Mm-hmm. And, and that's quite a bit. Yeah, but for but just we're, our you know what? I, I'd like to have about 500,000 this next year. I think that would be awesome. Or a million. A million would be cool. Yeah, we can shoot yeah. for a million. But, but then we need to pray for more bandwidth. <laughs> yeah, more bandwidth. And, uh, you know, Some, one of the yeah. things that in order to expand what we do here, if everybody that listened to the program gave, uh, you know, a 20 or 30 bucks a month, we would have, we would, you wouldn't have to work then. And and uh, and that would be really cool because you could be on the program more with me, and mm-hmm. we could do we could do more specials and different things like that. But right now, uh, you know, I've got to do side jobs to keep the bills paid as well as you work full time. Yeah. And uh, but if we had everybody contribute, if people found it in their heart to help with us, I know the economy's getting a little better now, and and mm-hmm. you might be able to afford twenty thirty bucks a month. Um, if everybody that listened faithfully and did that, mm-hmm. we would have more than enough to be able to pay the bills and do some special stuff. Uh, more special than mm-hmm. we do already so yeah. so thank you for all those that have given and if you would consider it think about and pray about maybe supporting the podcast this next year we would really appreciate that yeah, that would be great and and we love hearing from you so even if you can't afford to to help us financially if you could just jot us a little email or mm-hmm. something and just tell us what you like about the show or you know yeah. give a prayer request or something we love praying for yeah. Our listeners and send it send it to Rick at takehimwithyou.com. I forward them to you, but it's yeah. Rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's our email address for the show. So that's very much appreciated. So have a Merry Christmas and thanks again for all of your wonderful support. Um, if you ever need anything, just give us an email. If we can help, we certainly will and, and we love everybody and appreciate you. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Amy. Merry Christmas to you and to everyone listening. Hi, everybody. This is Alan from New Mexico. I thought I'd share a Christmas memory with you here. 
growing up in our little small town in Nebraska, they'd always ring the, uh, the church bell at midnight. Now, when I was little, my mom would always tell me that the reason they did that was that so Santa could find our little town and know that there were lots of good boys and girls there and he wouldn't miss us. It wasn't until I was a little older that I found out that um, they had a, a midnight church service there. And uh, it wasn't until I was about 12 that we actually made it to one of these. And it was a nice service. It, we, we sang some Christmas songs and they gave a little Christmas message with the nativity story. And sometimes they'd have the kids put on a little play uh, with the stable scene and, and all that stuff. But what I remember most about it was right before uh, midnight, everything would start to get real quiet and we would sing this song. And as it w we were singing, the, the kids' choir would come in. They're all dressed in these white robes. And uh, the church was, was dark, and they'd gather around in a circle around the pews and stuff. And then just as we'd finish the song, they'd start ringing the bells. And as the bells are ringing, the kids had candles, and they'd start lighting these candles and going around the circle. And as each chime rung, the church would get a little brighter and brighter with this candlelight. And then just as the last bell would ring and the last candle would be lit, we'd start singing this song. Now that year when I was 12 years old, that was really the first year that I, I understood what Christmas was really all about because of this service. And every Christmas Eve I always reflect back to that and it helps me remember the real meaning of what Christmas means. So anyway, that's my story and uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Alan, and your family. You are a blessing to me. Thank you. Hey, Rick. It's Tim from Oregon again. And I thought I'd leave a little comment on what Christmas means to me. Well, Christmas means to me the celebration of Jesus Christ. And it also means getting together with friends and family and just uh, celebrating being together and being in good health. It's not so much about the presents or whatnot, but it certainly helps, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> but, um, well, there you go, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Merry Christmas to you, Tim, and to your entire family. Hey, Rick, it's Kenny from California. Just thought I would leave you a quick message about what Christmas means to me. Like Thanksgiving, Christmas to me is all about friends and family. You know, Christmas is my favorite time of the year. And I think it's just because people in general seem happier. People are more warm. They're more friendly. Not to say that they're not year-round, but 
I don't know, something about Christmas just lifts the spirit. It makes you smile. It makes you happy. And, you know, it's something that I would, I, w- I would hope that we would be able to carry throughout the year. But life tends to get in the way and, you know, everybody has issues and problems and, you know, it's hard to keep happy and cheerful all the time. But with Christmas, with the music, because uh, I love Christmas music, with um, all the decorations and uh, decorating your own house and getting a Christmas tree or, you know, anything like that is um, it's just it's so much fun. It just gives you that warm feeling inside and I just love it. Luckily, my family is all out here with me in California, so I do get to spend a lot of time with them. And I don't get to see them as much as I would like to, but because of Christmas, you know, you 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 make a, a bigger effort to see them. So I get to see everybody and get to hang out and we get to eat and just enjoy one's company. And to me, that's what Christmas is all about, is just enjoying your loved ones and enjoying life. So for me, Christmas is all about spending time with friends and family. And before I go, Rick, I just want to wish you, Amy, Nathan, Andrew, and Catherine a very, very Merry Christmas. Oh, and uh, your doggies and kitties, too. Bye. Bless you, Kenny. You are so cool. Merry Christmas to you and your family as well. We really, really appreciate you and love you. Hi, Rick. It's Dan from England. When you posed the question, what does Christmas mean to you? It made me stop and think. It's a sad fact that um, the true meaning of Christmas is pretty much lost to modern society these days. And obviously, aside from the cultural and spiritual significance of the, the time of year, my thoughts go to family. As a child, my Christmases were always pretty quiet, as I didn't have a lot of family living nearby. And I guess because of this, Christmas wasn't all that special to me on certain occasions. But that all changed when I had my own family. And now Christmas is a special time of year that I can share with my daughters and my wife. For me, it's that one day in the year where you can take the time, the little extra time, and be thankful and be gracious and spend time with your family in an extra special way and if there's anything that's sacred in this world that's got to be it I'd just like to wish you Rick and your family a most wonderful Christmas and thanks for everything you do with this podcast it's so inspirational and uplifting and such a pleasure to listen to all the best now thank you so much Dan uh, you and your family are very appreciated thanks for the great comments it is a good thing to observe Christmas Day, the mere marking of times and seasons when men agree to stop work and make merry together is a wise and wholesome custom. It helps one to feel the supremacy of the common life over the individual life. It reminds a man to set his own little watch now and then by the great clock of humanity which runs on sun time. Ah, but there is a better thing than the observance of Christmas Day, and that is keeping Christmas. Are you willing to forget what you've done for other people and to remember what other people have done for you? To ignore what the world owes you and to think what you owe the world? To put your rights in the background 
and your duties in the middle distance, and your chances to do a little more than your duty in the foreground, to see that your fellow men are just as real as you, and try to look behind their faces to their hearts, hungry for joy. To own that probably the only good reason for your existence is not what you're going to get out of life, but what you're going to give to life. Close your book of complaints against the management of the universe and look around you for a place where you can sow a few seeds of happiness. Are you willing to do these things even for a day? <laughs> then you can keep Christmas. Are you willing to stoop down and consider the needs and the desires of little children? To remember the weakness and loneliness of people who are growing old? To stop asking how much your friends love you and ask yourself whether you love them enough? To bear in mind the things that other people have to bear on their hearts? To try to understand what those who live in the same house with you really want without waiting for them to tell you? To trim your lamp so that it will give more light and less smoke? And to carry it in front so that your shadow fall behind you, to make a grave for your ugly thoughts, and a garden for your kindly feelings with its gate open. Are you willing to do these things even for a day? Then you can keep Christmas. Are you willing to believe that love is the strongest thing in the world, stronger than hate, stronger than evil, stronger than death? and that the blessed life which began in Bethlehem 1900 years ago is the image and brightness of eternal love, then you can keep Christmas. And if you can keep it for a day, why not always? Ah, but you can never keep it alone. Thank you so much, Curtis. Uh, that is my friend Curtis Klinger from Denver, and uh, that reading was actually a poem or a message originally written by Henry Van Dyke. He's done a lot of uh, short stories and poems, so uh, thank you so much, Curtis. I appreciate you, and I appreciate your friendship. Hi, Rick. This is your friend Jen from the Anomaly Podcast. I saw your tweet asking for audio comments on what Christmas means to us, and I thought I'd chime in. First, Forgive me if I'm a bit long-winded. It's hard to articulate my feelings completely without using lots of words. It's the way I am, but I'll try to keep it short. I think the most important thing I should say is that Christmas to me is the day we celebrate Jesus' birth. It may not be the exact date, but it's one of importance to me as a Christian. And I try to remember that every year because it's really easy to get wrapped up in the gift giving and getting to people's houses on time for various gatherings and parties. And as long as I remember what Christmas is about while I'm getting together with people and exchanging gifts and enjoying my time with them, I find that I enjoy Christmas more. Christmas is about family to me as well. And getting together with them and enjoying each other's company. I, I have lots of memories of traveling to various grandparents' houses, and it was always a shuffle, you know, during the holidays, and we were always very excited about that, you know, getting to see Grandma and Grandpa at Christmas. And 
and the traditions that we had at these places were so different from one another. And as I get older, those things change. I feel that Christmas sometimes feels different from year to year, I guess. When I was a kid, we would celebrate Christmas with my dad's parents and with my mom's parents. And my dad's parents lived in Sabinal, Texas, which is about, mm, about 75 miles west of San Antonio in a brushy area of Texas. Christmas there was a big ordeal. We would all get together and play games like Uno and Dominoes, waiting until midnight because at midnight was when Santa got there. And I'll never forget the sound of boots on the roof stomping around because that was the signal that Santa and his sleigh had landed on the roof. And uh, we waited until they stopped. Somebody in the living room would open the front door and there would be all the presents on the porch. We used to then, you know, come home and Christmas morning we'd have at my parents' house and it was always a game to us to see who could wake up first and go get mom and dad out of bed because we couldn't open any of our presents until they were in the room. My dad always pretended that he was still sleeping and so we'd jump up and down on the bed and try to drag the covers off of him. To, I'm sure he loved that. Chill him into the living room and yeah, those are those are some good memories too. And then... Later in the day, probably around four in the afternoon, we'd head down the road to my mother's uh, parents' house and we would have Christmas at my Nana's. My mother has three sisters and a brother. In between all of them and us, my Nana has 13 grandchildren. So imagine this small house full of kids and people just singing songs together and laughing and kids running around. It, our tradition was to have tamales, which is a Mexican dish that um, is a tradition in South Texas around Christmas time. My Nana was taught how to make them from scratch, so that was something that I remember. Oh, and she always had fried jalapenos, and she still makes them, even though we don't go to uh, our house for Christmas anymore because she now lives with my aunt. So we get together on the first weekend of December, and we have a little family reunion because our family has gotten so big, it's exceedingly difficult for everyone to get together. That's where I'm getting at, I guess. Like I said, over the years, Christmas changes and it feels different. And it's because we change and our families change and the dynamics change. And things will be different for us starting this year because David and I are expecting a baby. And so we're starting our own tradition now where he and I will stay at home on Christmas Eve and save that day for our child who will be here next year. And, you know, just kind of get everyone acclimated to that because that's kind of important to have your own little day to yourself and the time that you get to spend and the memories you get to make with your own family is important. And um, didn't I tell you I was going to be long-winded? So Christmas means a lot of things to me and it was really hard to just like get it all down on paper so I could just kind of say it in a way that wasn't rambling. But I think I got my thoughts down. Um, thank you, Rick, for continuing to put out this podcast because I think it's a blessing to lots of people. Thank you and, and Amy both for continuing to do that and for being my friend. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, I absolutely appreciate those comments and love the song by Jars of Clay, Little Drummer Boy. 
Jen, you're awesome. Thanks for being such a great friend. You and Dave are great. Uh, Amy and I really appreciate you as well as I'm sure our listeners do as well. So bless you and Merry Christmas to you and your family. With the new baby. Hi, Rick. This is Jeff from Canada. I thought I'd send you some of my Christmas memories as you asked for in your last podcast. First memory I have from Christmas is of Christmas trees. Growing up, uh, my family, we always had this really big Christmas tree for our main Christmas tree. It was an artificial tree and was upstairs in our main room or our living room. Every year my family would go out and we'd also look for a kind of a small real tree which um, we would put down in the basement and myself, my brother and my sister, we would decorate that tree. Kind of the fun thing about um, buying that Christmas tree was we always kind of picked a real Charlie Brown type Christmas tree like a kind of a small kind of Christmas tree you know not the not a very nice or nicely shapen tree but a tree with character you know one that would probably be left on the lot come Christmas day because no one bought it so we'd always kind of buy like say that that little kind of Charlie Brown Christmas tree and then we take it home and we decorate it and uh, that was always a lot of fun and the tree always had a lot of character so always have some good memories from that the other Christmas memory I have is of a Christmas book that my parents have. It's just a little thin kind of children's book, but every year I would read that book every Christmas. The book was called something I think was called The Littlest Snowman, and it was kind of an interesting story, and it was about a a snowman that some kids had built, and then they put a candy heart in it, which um, kind of brought the snowman to life. And then the story goes on that the weather gets warm and all the snow melts, going to be like kind of a green Christmas and I guess the the townspeople are sad so this snowman goes and eats a lot of ice cream and then he climbs up the top of this really big Christmas tree in the center of a town and then a windstorm comes along and and kind of just blows the the little snowman all away because he's gotten so big from all the ice cream that uh, there's Christmas snow for uh, Christmas. I always thought that's kind of a cool interesting story and kind of the fun thing as well about that is I always read that every year even now when I'm my age that I am now I still kind of flip through that book when I go over to my parents place over Christmas and then I've kind of seen my nephews and niece also read through that book so it's kind of cool to see that they're also kind of interested in reading that book too and it brings back the memories of when I was a kid reading it as well so anyways those are some of my Christmas memories and uh, thanks for putting on the podcast every week Rick and uh, thanks for all the encouragement that you give everyone have yourself a Merry Christmas and I wish Merry Christmas to everyone else listening to this podcast Thank you so much, Jeff. You and Teo Teo are so cool. I really appreciate you. I love the fact that we've been able to get to know each other over the last couple of years, and it's just been great. So Merry Christmas to you guys, too. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. So what does Christmas mean to me? I guess mainly it's the reason for the season, the celebration of the birth of my Savior, Jesus Christ. It's a time for family gatherings, for house and tree decorating, for the sharing of gifts, for laughter, and for worship. Christmas has always been special to me. When I was a kid, my most my most cherished memories are of huge family breakfasts that we had on Christmas morning at my aunt's house, where you know forty plus relatives would descend upon her home, and we give thanks, we eat a ton, and exchange gifts. It was uh, it was a fun time 
to have all the family there playing board games, laughing, making snow angels, drinking hot chocolate, whatever. And it lasted a good part of the day. Now that I started my own family, actually with two kids in college, but it's been wonderful to pass down some of those traditions to them and to create some new traditions as well. But most of all, we break out the Advent calendar, we sing carols, we reread the Christmas story, and we really look forward to worship on Christmas Eve at our church. We usually go to the children's pageant where the story of Joseph and Mary is reenacted. More often than not, when our kids were little, they were in the story. And we would praise the Lord and we would sing and we would go to the midnight services and by the time the service is over it'd be Christmas morning we'd go home and and it just felt good to praise the birth of the Son of God the Prince of Peace and all would be good Thank you so much, Rick. You are just awesome. We have so much fun talking back and forth. It's so funny here. Some of my best friends live clear across the country, but it's so fun uh, to talk about our faith and and to pray for one another's families and stuff like that. And I just want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. I call you Richard, but I know everybody calls you Rick that lives around you, but it's kind of weird calling you my name. But I'll say it anyway. Merry Christmas, Rick, to you and your family. I love you. I also have a great... Um, a, uh, a great email from Sue, and Sue says this. She says, Hi, Rick. My favorite Christmas memory is really my favorite Christmas tradition. The first two people awake in my family on Christmas morning go out and pick up fresh bagels, cream cheese, and locks. Yeah, they're from New York. You guessed it. By the time they return, the coffee is made and the rest of the family is awake. We prepare our individual breakfast and head into the living room where everyone takes the same seat they have for years. We pray and eat, and then my dad reads the Christmas story from Luke. We pray again in love and thankfulness, and then the presents get passed out. We go around the room taking turns and opening one gift at a time. It usually takes quite a while, but it's more about spending the whole day together than what's under the under the paper. <laughs> so she says, Merry Christmas. So Merry Christmas to you, Sue, and your entire family. You, you are a, a huge blessing to Amy and I, and we love being able to pray for you, and thank you for praying for us. We really, really appreciate you. Merry Christmas. And everybody, thank you so much for sending in those great comments. Um, hopefully I got all the comments in. Uh, if I didn't, at, towards the end of the program, because I had to record this a little bit early, we're having some stuff done at the house, and uh, had to record a little bit early, but uh, hopefully we got everybody's comments in that, that sent them. If not, stick around towards the end of the program, and I'll play a few more. Uh, bless you, and thanks again, everybody, for your feedback. Merry Christmas from the Moyer household to you. Previously on the Scrooge Diaries. A little nip from the bottle will do just fine. Ebenezer? Ebenezer Scrooge? Who are you? I am the Angel of Christmas Present. CP for short. Kind of got a ring to it, huh? Ready or not? Where are we? What? 
Cratchit's house? How did we get here? What? What? Cratchit, is this your idea of a joke? Don't bother. He can't hear you. I really think we'll be okay. You say that. But I don't see any money. And we don't even have enough to feed the family something special for Christmas. But Martha, we've got to trust the Lord on this one. Don't let you would be poor if you paid him some extra. The heat in the office is another thing. Be quiet. They're talking about me again. What do you think? I think I know why I married you. Oh, I love you. You are a dear. You know, he just doesn't realise that money isn't everything. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, kids. Very well. Be gone. But what angel will visit you tonight? And Ebenezer? He's a real doozy. Ebenezer! Wake up, Ebenezer. Come with me. What? And now the conclusion of The Scrooge Diaries, A Christmas Carol. You don't know how much I appreciate you coming to see me once again. My name had become synonymous with loneliness and antisocial behavior that I oftentimes wonder why anyone would give me another chance. So thank you. Up until a few years ago, I would have never believed in angels, demons, or anything of the like. But now that I have been through my experience, I think otherwise. As I wrote in my diary today, I realized that my lack of faith or light in my life had caused me to grow rather dark spiritually. I was no more than a puppet led around on strings of greediness and self-will. Imagine that. Here, I thought I, Ebenezer Scrooge, was in control, yet I was being controlled by forces other than I realized. I think many of us have that occur more than once in our lives. What we entertain ourselves with, what we love, tends to overshadow our own goals in life. This is why one should be careful what he loves, or whom he loves. It, or they, are very influential in the course our lives take. So, let me tell you about who I met, and what happened to awake me spiritually. Come, get up. Yes, that's it. Come with me. You know who I am. You've served me all of your life, Mr. Scrooge. I don't recall ever meeting you before. Are you serious? You have spent a great deal of time with me. I was with you every time you counted and kissed your money. I was with you when you pushed the man sleeping on the bench, Ebenezer. I was with you when you used the poison. No one saw that. I made sure. Oh, I did, Ebenezer. I did. And it was... Wonderful. I have prepared a special place just for you in my business, Ebenezer. It's a special place because you will never die here, Ebenezer. You will live forever and ever. What was that? Oh, don't worry. You won't be spending any time with them. They also have their own place with me. Have I mentioned that you're special here? You did some great work for me. When your time is over, I have planned a 
warm reception for you. I am growing increasingly uncomfortable here. Who are you? I beg of you. Tell me, and then please, leave my house. I have never and will never work with the likes of you. I am your most terrible nightmare, Ebenezer. I am he who has guided your life ever since you were old enough to choose right from wrong. You know only too well, Ebenezer. I am surprised you didn't know any better than that. Come now. Where do you think you get all your hideous, greedy ideas? My wonderful puppet, I am your partner in crime, your business associate, and you still don't know who I am, Mr. Scrooge? No, and I wish you would tell me. I'm getting awfully warm. Yes, it is quite hot down here. A certain enemy of mine makes quite sure of that. Please, leave me at once. You have plagued me far too long. Not going anywhere. I'll tell you to go. You aren't. No. Humbug, you don't exist. Oh, that's one of my favorites. I don't exist. exist. <laughs> You're here, Ebenezer, and I am very real. Yes, Lucifer, Satan, Beelzebub, the Red Horned Devil. You name it, I've been called it. Satan? Well, you don't look like the devil. Of course I don't, you idiot. If I were to show myself for what I really am, then no one would buy into it. Come now, I've fooled most of the world except those idiotic Christians. I hate them, just like you do, I'm beginning to like them more each moment. Don't do Just relax. Lost your feelings, you have unlimited potential. The human mind is an amazing thing. Besides, I've got something in store for the world, something devilishly incredible. There is coming a day when man will open his mind completely to me. You are not a nice man. Ha! Look who that is coming from. The man that kicks derelicts on street corners calling me a bad person. Ebenezer, you surprise me. Give it up. You've never afraid me. I don't like you anymore. I can't believe I was so blind. You're not too blind to read this, are you? What, a, a newspaper? <laughs> what? The obituaries? Ah, oh, yes. And look at this one. It's tomorrow's paper. But how did you get this? Just read it. No. No. It can't be. No. My name? I die tonight? No. No, I'm not ready yet. It, it can't be. Reason feet. <laughs> no, uh, no, it can't be. Please, please don't hurt me. I, I should listen to the preacher. No, no, no. Oh, you don't want to throw me in there. No, no. Ah, Jesus, save me. Don't say that here. To hell with you, just all your money. <laughs> no, 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 please, please, despair me, Jesus! Don't use that name. What? Jesus? Jesus! Jesus! No! I hate that name! Jesus, Jesus, Jesus! 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 
Was it, was it only a dream? But I was there. I saw him. Oh, oh, Jesus, I'm, I'm sorry for my life, the way I've treated people. I knew all along I was wrong, but, oh, Jesus, take my life. Make me new. I do believe that you died on the cross for me and that you rose again. Please, please forgive me. From this day forward, I will serve you, not money nor the devil. God, have mercy upon my soul.
Well, there you have it. I know they say you can't teach old dogs new tricks, but in the case of Ebenezer Scrooge, Jesus woke him up. He can do it for the hardest of hearts. He can use little children. Merry Christmas, Mr. Cromwell. Merry Christmas. Or, or a seed planted while still a child. Where are you at? Did you hear the gospel as a kid in Sunday school? If you did, what have you done with him? Or maybe you have no religious background at all. Why don't you give Christmas a chance to shed new meaning on your life? It's up to you, but remember the little baby in the manger grew up and died on the cross for all mankind. What you do with Jesus determines your future. Of course, in Scrooge's case, his life was so radically altered that no one around here could believe it. Oh, which way to Bob Cratchit's house? Well, which way? Um, over there, sir. Ah, don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and what about the rest of you? No Christmas carols for me? Come now, don't be afraid. Something wonderful has happened to me. I'm a new man. It's true. He changed right in front of their eyes. He took some of his money and began to buy Christmas presents for the Cratchit family. Why, he began to buy Christmas presents for everyone. Thank you, Mr. Scrooge. And you, thank you, Mr. Scrooge. And a Merry Christmas to you. Mr. Scrooge! Where is Cratchit? He's late for work. Sir, you you told me I could take the day off and make it up tomorrow. Well, I didn't change my mind. You are? I'm here to give you a raise. You're giving me a raise? What has happened? Are you okay? Mr. Scrooge? Ebenezer, if you don't mind, Bob. What's going on? Well, I... I know this is hard for you to believe, Bob, but I did it. I really went and did it. I... I gave my heart to Jesus. Praise the Lord! I mean, uh, how wonderful, sir. You were right in the first place, Bob. Praise the Lord is very appropriate. I, I want to say how sorry I am for treating you so badly, Bob. Please, please forgive me. I have much to learn of my newfound faith, and I'm hoping that you will be my friend. I brought some things for your children. Here, a Merry Christmas. And I want you to know that I have a fine physician, Bob, and I will pay for him to help Tiny Tim's leg to be cured. That is so generous of you. Why couldn't? Nonsense, Mrs. Scratchit. It is the very least that I could do. Tiny Tim, come here and thank Mr. Scrooge. Yes, sir, but I feel funny. He's walking without his crutch. Oh, my lord. What in the oh world? My. Timothy, come here. Does your leg hurt? No, sir, I feel fine. But it's a miracle. I, I, I don't even know what to say. I do. Praise the Lord. Come, family. We have much to be thankful for. Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge. God bless us, everyone. Cos God is good and our tummy's on full And the world keeps turning right If our coats are warm and our friends are near Then our feet are on solid ground Our lot in life is just what it is There's no one here to blame Money's not the only thing in 
life. Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge, just the same. Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge, just the same. Cause God is good and our tummies are full and the world keeps turning round. If our coat is warm and our friends are near, then I'll feed her all solid ground. Our lot in life is just what it is, there's no one here to blame. Money's not the only thing in life, Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge, just the same. Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge, just the same. Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge, just the same. There you have it. My life changed by a night of confrontation of the Holy Spirit of God. I was serious about my newfound faith in Christ. I, I talked to Bob about it and then reluctantly turned myself into the authorities for the murder of Jacob Marley. Oh, there was much hubbub all around the town. Some couldn't believe it, while others were glad for my incarceration. I gave the firm to Bob Cratchit. Yes, it wasn't going to do me any good since I was sentenced to prison for the rest of my life. Before I came here, though, I, I did settle things financially with all those that I had wronged. I tried to make amends with those that I could. You see, faith is something to be lived, not simply shown off so that we look good. Being honest is not always easy, but it is the right thing to do. So, where are you? How and what do you believe? Have you let life crowd out your faith in God? It begins with a simple prayer of giving your life over to Him, and then you simply need to trust that He will show you the way. You heard how I did it, I simply bowed my head and I asked Jesus to forgive me and then I let God love me and teach me. I know that I am different today than I was before Christ lived in me. I may be jailed and you may be too by things that hold you prisoner but I am free because of Christ. May you enjoy your Christmas my friend May Jesus be the center of your life, and may your life be filled with caring for others and encouraging their hearts to live for God. Sounds rather funny coming from Ebenezer Scrooge, but I wish you a very Merry Christmas. Well, I hope you enjoyed my rendition of A Christmas Carol, The Scrooge Diaries. Uh, it was a lot of fun to put together, and I just want to thank all of the cast members that lent their voices. Uh, this week you heard uh, The Devil, played by Angela Flournoy. I, I'm not sure how to say her last name, so sorry, Angela. But uh, Angela did a great job uh, as The Devil, of course. And uh, we, of course, heard The Cratchits again. Simon Meddings played Bob Cratchit. Um, Ruth Featherstone played Sarah Cratchit. My daughter played one of the uh, little girls at the Cratchit house. Um, Jan Rhodes played Martha Cratchit. Um, I played Ebenezer Scrooge. And 
Also, uh, Mike Featherstone played the lamplighter. Does a great job on that part. I really enjoyed um, his acting. It was very fun. And I'm trying to think of who else was in the last part. Well, for a full cast uh, list, you can go over to takehimwithyou.com slash a Christmas caroled. It's all one word. So it's takehimwithyou.com slash a Christmas caroled. And uh, you can download the uh, director's commentary. You can see the whole cast there. You can have the four parts of the Scrooge Diaries. Or um, starting, well, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the, on the 20th, starting on the 21st, you'll be able to download the entire drama without the Scrooge Diaries part. It'll just be the entire drama all the way through. And that will be available uh, free. You can download that. And we're just asking folks if they, if they want to, they can help and donate to take him with you. It took, took me a few weeks to do that, and uh, that's what I spent my time working on. And uh, this is how we make our income. So if you feel like uh, throwing a few bucks our way, uh, that would be awesome. Uh, you can just donate on PayPal, or you can, if you want to, you can even write a check, send it to us, however you want to do it. Just visit that, uh, that site, takehimwithyou.com slash acristmascaroled. Thanks again to everybody that participated. And really, Amy and I want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. We love you. We appreciate you. Next week is going to be really cool. We're going to talk about the best of taking with you from the last year, the subjects that we covered, a little blurb here and there. And we're going to talk about what's coming up this next year in 2010 on Taking With You. It'll be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Do they work or not? It'll be interesting. I think you'll enjoy it. So uh, please come on back and visit again next week. Download it and enjoy. All right. This is Rick Moyer saying don't ever forget to take him with you. Take Him With You is a production of Moyer Multimedia, LLC. Copyright 2009. All rights reserved. Oh, by the way, if you stick around till after the promos that I play for my friend's podcast, because they have really cool podcasts, there's another special Christmas song that I recorded, and I sing just for you. So listen to the promos, and then celebrate some more with me. Christmas. I love Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Don't ever forget the, you know, the real meaning of Christmas. Jesus is the reason for the season. Good evening, everybody. When you aren't listening to Take In With You with the multi-talented Mr. Moyer, then I'd be honoured if you could take a few minutes to check out my little show, Happy Times. If you have an iPod Touch or an iPhone, and if you love your applications but are feeling the pinch of the current economic climate, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I'll review a free or cheap application and spend a few minutes gassing on about why I like it or not. Buying apps over the air can be both addictive and expensive, so why not spend a few minutes a week listening to Appy Times, and I'll try to separate the wheat from the chaff. Just go to appytimes.podbean.com or search the iTunes store for Appy Times. That's A-P-P-Y-T-I-M-E-S. 
So come and share the happy times with me. Thank you. Greetings, guildies. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jenny. After listening to Take Him With You, why don't you tune in to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild. Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending. Also, we'll be updating you on the current season. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2. As well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews. So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild. Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. Zaboo! Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean. Just type in Waffle On Podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. I'm a television junkie. And the real world stumps me. I got a lot of problems. Hello, this is. No, I was going to say this is Angela. <laughs> that wouldn't that work. wouldn't be appropriate. No, because I'm not Angela. <laughs> and I'm not Jen. <laughs> and you're not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. No, you-, you would in fact be listening to Take Him with You with our good buddy Rick. Oh, let's do that. Okay. 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 Go go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you do it first. Hi, this is Jen. No, no. Have to say hello. This is not Jen. No, this is not Angela. And I say, this is not Jen. Okay. And then you say, you are not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. Okay. But when you're done listening to... Yeah, fill in the blank. That works. It's like magic. It we is. magic. It's funny. Okay. Let's go with it. Okay. Okay. So then I, should I go first then, since I'm not Jen? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, I'm not Jen. And I'm not Angela. And you are not listening to the Anomaly Podcast. You would, in fact, be listening to Take Him With You with our good buddy Rick. Rick! (laughs) When you're done, please come listen to the Anomaly Podcast at (laughs) A-N-O-M-A-L-Y-Podcast.com. It was like the best accidental promo ever! I know, it's what we're good at. (laughs) 
This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe. Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's a load of lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is going to spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase Kids from 1 to 92 Although it's been said many times, many ways Merry Christmas to Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly yeah.
I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to.
Merry Christmas, everybody, and Happy New Year from Taking With You in the Moyer Household. Bless you.